Hello, and welcome back to Stirring the Pot, Entertainment Studios' premier edutainment podcast. As always, it's your host, Derek, the first and the last, and today we have... Sam. And... It's me, Asia. And we're back from another uh, summer break. We're back to school. Jesus Christ. Um, it's It's been a lot. Um, this summer has been very impactful. We're going to go over a lot of stuff we've done over the summer today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about things that are coming in the future. Uh, but first, I know we wanted to start off with talking about Metrocon 2023. Um, I got to be real. Metrocon is probably, uh, and you hear us say this a lot, <laughs> our favorite convention that we go to. Yeah, um, baby. It's legitimately just a really good time. Wait, what, like fifth year in a row? Ever since? been doing conventions it's been the shining star Mm -hmm. there's just so much things that has to uh, go with it we're lucky enough that we um, our photography team our videographer team we were was able to capture a lot of video and photos that we're going to be sharing throughout the week is that our first convention i think it was no our first convention no it was it was metrocon is before tampa bay because it was metrocon and then tampa bay we've been Mm -hmm. went to those like every year it was baby it was wow and it's still holding up. It's it's good. This past year was their twentieth anniversary. It mm-hmm. was anime versus video games is the main theme. Mm-hmm. So fun. Um, it unfo- was a throwback theme. It was a throwback theme because it was one of their first themes. Um, unfortunately, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't get a chance to um, experience as much as MetroCon as I wanted to this year because we were guests. Yeah. Um, we didn't have. We had about what eight panels over the course of the weekend. Eight mm-hmm. or. It was nine panels over the course of the weekend. Which was really nice. I really appreciated it. Like, the thing is, one, um, wow. I'm having a moment where it's like, whoa, first convention, and now we're guests. We did do eight or nine panels, which was, it was a nice number. Like, I don't really mind stuffing the panel situation, like, full to the gullet. Yeah. But it's also nice when you get to breathe between mm-hmm. panels and you really get to chew when you get to like talk to the people outside of it who came to the panels for a little bit and you don't have to be like yeah love you respect what you're saying gotta go i almost said gotta blast i'm so sorry <laughs> that would have been embarrassing sam you also didn't get a chance to experience much of the convention no i was at the booth the whole time hi i'm sam from the booth you get it <laughs> um, i was very much stuck with my 10 by 10 space but it was really nice still i feel like i got to like talk a lot with like because I also I love having a booth space. I love Artist Alley. Um, I gotta be real. I need to move around. I didn't realize how bad my ADHD was being at a table. Cause I feel like I'd be really annoying at a table. Cause I still had to stand because I needed to like if I'm sitting down, my energy is gonna be low. So I need to Same. stand up. That was both of us. Okay, like, if I'm sitting down, you're not gonna get the best out of me. So we gotta stand. We gotta be active. I was pacing. I was fixing everything. I needed to keep my blood flowing but yeah everyone was really nice everyone was very sweet there's this one girl that i see every single year since we've, since we've been selling at metrocon and she's like a phantom where she's like a girl always wearing like a heart like fit she has a heart beret that i want desperately and i see her i'm the only one that ever sees her you are because i am every time you describe it i'm like god i wish and then we had a we had a um we had a photo booth. Yeah. Where's the photo? That's fair. It's like a cryptic. The thing is, it felt weird just taking a photo of her because she's just wearing an outfit. Sometimes people's outfits look good. It felt, I, I felt weird. Hey, I, your outfit's nice. Is that weird? You know what? I don't, I don't know. I, feel like I don't, I don't I, know that. I feel like saying the outfit's nice isn't weird. I feel asking for a picture of the outfit the thing is, is weird. I feel like it depends on what the outfit is. Because some people roll up with a fit where it's like... You can't cosplay, but you still want to be in the, like, festivities. You still want to be in the, what's the word? In the mood, in the season. You still want to be a part of it. Yeah. So, I want to, it's like, you still put in the work. Mm -hmm. But if it's, like, a skimpy out, like, one girl was, I'm presuming, was wearing, one person was wearing, like, an outfit that looked very cool, but unfortunately, it was also very revealing, and I'm like, and I was like, I'm taking a picture of all your friends. I would also like to take a picture of you, but at this point, mm-hmm. I I don't want to be a creep. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I feel like that's one of the things at conventions. I feel like we are pretty rightfully self-conscious about try like not appearing as a creep. I feel like I, I love conventions. You know, I boundaries. feel like 
I, I don't know. I, I throw myself off a cliff. Yeah, that person over at the entertainment soup booth was being creepy. No! no. My self-image. <laughs> I try so hard. I just genuinely like fashioning your outfit. And when I was talking to like the girl with the heart outfit, she was like, yeah, I'm really into love core stuff. So I always wear like a bunch of like, try to make a bunch of, like Wait, have a bunch of. Love core? What's you it, haven't, what, uh, what is it's that? It's like, you know how. You know, cottage core. You, and you've like, already put in core at the end of things now to signify an entire aesthetic, aesthetic that's tied to it. That's an entirely different podcast, Derek. Mm-hmm. You missed it. Me and Sam did one of those, you know, <laughs> off, off, what's it <laughs> off the books podcast called a conversation <laughs> about this. You missed out. We'll we'll have to run it by you again. We just like, we just, I just watched Mina a Mina Lay video about cottage about like core aesthetics stuff and how subgenres don't really exist anymore check that out i guess if and you want i just have a lot of thoughts but yeah but she had a lot of but she, she had like a love core aesthetic that she was going so she wears a lot of hard stuff and i really like the outfit because i genuinely like fashion but i'm like this is very i think this is very weird i guess that's her picture if it's not weird, then I'll ask next time. <laughs> hey, y'all, in the comments. Like, <laughs> is it weird to just ask someone for a picture if you just like their outfit at a convention? Your thoughts now. Is Sam a total... I can't just say Sam. Are Sam and Asia total creeps? Or are they allowed to live another day? Honestly, in my opinion, I think... It's not creepy, mostly because I feel like there's different expectations on how you appropriately act at conventions. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can ask someone if you like their outfit enough. Can I take a picture of your outfit? It looks so nice. And then you show up at the next convention wearing the exact same thing. I'm trying to see your and look. And you make Actually. meaningful <laughs> eye contact. Actually, so the thing is, we you mentioned that we had a photo booth at our, uh, at our uh, booth. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting because a lot of the time people were just like, yeah, um, what are you gonna do with this picture? And I was like, "What? What?" I was like, "What do you mean?" And they were just like, "Yeah, sometimes a lot of people just take our pictures and they don't tell us what they're gonna do with it." And I was like, "Huh? That's, that's very crazy." Weird. Oh, I like that. That's <laughs> yeah, really I don't, weird. The thing is, I don't like that. I was like, "Oh, you still take pictures?" Yeah. It's like, you know what? I don't know. It's a different age. It's like wild now. It's it's out there. Yeah. We put them on the magazine. That yeah. We, yeah. We put them on our magazine. When school doesn't have us in a chokehold. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, anyways. In regards to the panels, um, we had a great uh, turnout for mm-hmm. those. It was really fun. We had a lot of good conversation. Uh, also, a lot of teachers came out to our panels. I don't know why they sniffed us out. Maybe because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we keep mentioning that you we're do. teachers. Yeah. Maybe it's because Derek had an entire panel about video games and education. Dude, Maybe that would have tipped them off. Really, the, the thing is, that was probably our, our, one of our most well-attended panels. There was like a good 75 to 85 people in that panel to just hear me talk about the use of video games in, in, in education. Did yeah. you have graphs? Did you have the data? Did you back it up with the data? So I had the written results, but I did not have you the didn't data. You color code that? I did not color code it. You didn't put a cool little uh, graphic to go with it no, to I, I, visually I, show? I heard it from the career glance? teachers that were just like, hey, uh, you know, where's that data? And I was like, that's fair. I got it. I got the data. I didn't know you're at the Comic-Con. You're asking me for the data right now? Yeah. I, I, I didn't. You nerd. The thing show is, me the data. <laughs> if you don't know, uh, you guys know about comic conventions. You guys know about fan conventions. Um, sorry, the you don't know. It's the audience. Um, there's also like academic conventions, and academic conventions have a very different standard oh, than <laughs> completely different feel. And no so, no one's going around dressed up as their favorite person who contributed to the a- academic world. Like the thing is, and one of the problems we had at the beginning was that me and Asia would make our panels. And then we'd make them a bit too academic. Yeah. We, we can always go more academic, but I never expect people to want us to. It always gets, and the thing is, because of the topics, it's, I feel like it's a little easier to go a little bit more academic with anthropology because since it's, you know what? No, there's a lot of data that goes backing it up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe answer, I don't know. Sometimes these topics get really chewy and you don't want to spend the entire time chewing the topic with just by listening to us, mm-hmm. it's there to also like have a sense of community, which requires people other than us to talk. Yes, yeah. 
Um, two of my favorite panels that we have on our docket, and I always try to recommend these first when we get asked to go to conventions, is our character and empathy panel mm-hmm. and our pop stars and pixels panel. What? Two of my favorite panels because it is it, they are the most philosophical out of all of our panels. Every time yeah. we've done them, <laughs> I have a problem. It's it, every time we've done them. It's not like it it goes off poorly. It's just that you can tell when people, yeah, don't understand where we're, what's going on. It's it's telling. Those are like the two panels that Asia made. The, Those the, are the two Asia panels, and it's this. I love them because they're my children, but it's not like I think they're out here winning awards. They're like or the thing is they they almost feel like the equivalent of like a philosophy four thousand or three thousand course. Jesus Christ! This is what happens when I don't have a balancing factor to rein me in. Yeah, I'm like Keegan Michael Key without Jordan <laughs> Peele. <laughs> I the thing is I think they're legitimately good. The thing is I know. They, they, they were on the short list. They were the two that were waitlisted at Metrocon if they needed to give us more. Um, I don't think Metrocon's the place for for those. I don't know what would be the place. It's um, Academic conventions. A philosophy yeah, convention. Hey, academics, let's talk about what makes a Vocaloid a Vocaloid and why we all have a very similar idea of what this thing is. But also, it's completely nebulous. It both is and is not these things. Uh-huh. We could come up with a simple answer. Throw that answer out. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Who is Hatsune Miku? The last time we ran it at, Me- at Metrocon, people did not want to... They took the simple answer and it's like, yeah, that's the answer. And it's like, no, but philosophy is looking underneath the underneath. I felt like I was holding them hostage. <laughs> they didn't leave. It was just... You know, but sometimes you still feel like you're holding people. The whole, the, the definition of holding people hostage is that they cannot leave. <laughs> so that's not the, uh, what do you call it? That's not the, uh, them not leaving does not reinforce me not holding them hostage. It's not the if anything, it just means I was very effective at it. The thing is, I guess that's what I appreciate about this year. Um, it felt like there was never a time where it felt like we were holding people hostage, but also, um, at certain times, we would get arrested by really good conversation it with was. people outside of the panels. Mm-hmm. I was going to compare it to us being held hostage, but we had too much fun. Mm-hmm. It was too much fun. It was too much fun. We had so much fun just talking to all of you outside of the panels. I felt like we were annoying the people who would come after us. So that's the one thing. I wouldn't even call it. We could just move slightly to the left. Mm-hmm. We just got to have a designated, maybe like a little, I don't know. We get two booths next year. Jesus oh, Christ. people kept, you guys kept coming to visit us at the booth. And that, that was, was really fun. fun mm-hmm. um, where we could just have, like, there's, it, Sam saw, there's a, there's a guy. I'm so sorry I never got your name. Um, Shout out. You know who you are. <laughs> he just kept, he just came to our booth and he just kept talking to me about representation in media. And then it was just me coming up with different examples. And we would talk about the worthiness of that representation in media. It was just fun. And it was like, what, like an hour? It was like an hour. It was really nice. I really, I appreciate it. Cause I'm like, I'm just at the booth the whole time. And if I'm not like, there's like, the thing is, I also feel like sometimes people are a bit intimidated being in a booth. It is. It's, it's a different feel. A table. You look. You nod, you say good job, you keep it pushing. You don't have to enter a space yeah. to look at the art. A booth, you're committing. Mm-hmm. And if you're not committing to monetarily, you're committing to a semi-social experience. Mm-hmm. It's like opening to like it's like going to like if you're in a plaza and you're like, yeah. I've never been in the shop before. And then you go in the shop and you're like, Oh, I don't like anything in the shop. <laughs> oh you, now you have to leave. But the thing is like Elo's a small business, so I should probably support my local businesses. There's so you buy a soda that you don't like. Does anyone else? Does it, is this this is this is universal, right? We're not overthinking the small plaza independent shop experience. The thing is, this is nothing against the people in the booth. If I look around the booth and you make eye contact with me and you're just like, "Hey, how are you doing? I'm gonna buy something at your booth." It's, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm emotionally invested now. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes I have to be like Asia. You don't have infinite money. You have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And that decision isn't going to work out for everyone. Mm-hmm. Make the decision. That's fair. I feel like I'm not good at 
Am I gonna talk to people? I feel like <laughs> I feel like me being at the booth by myself isn't bad, but I feel like I am like twenty percent more awkward around strangers. And even though they're like being more, even though they're being like nice, I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. And then it's just like, yeah, I like to get this thing. Like, no, 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 it's okay. You're good. You don't have to. Afford- I don't <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to buy this. Mm, it's okay. I know you're just you being nice. You're just being nice. I get it. You don't have to be obligated to I, buy something. For I watched me. Sam like some the, these uh, girls. They bought something from Sam, and then they're just like, "Oh my gosh, this is so sweet! I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy some more. Your art's amazing. You're spectacular. You're so amazing, Sam." And the Sam was just like, oh, "Take it, take it, <laughs> take everything." <laughs> and I was just I like, "Can't say anything." <laughs> yeah, I, I do the same thing. I, like the thing is, it's hilarious. But when you guys aren't watching me, I'm always trying to give away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you bought like money? Fascinating. Here's a five by five. You want a sticker? Take the sticker. I gotta be real. Oh, really quick, we are going down the rabbit hole. I did want to ask, what was because everyone had a part in the panel. What was you guys' favorite panels this like to do this year? Huh, Sam? No, so, I was only a part of like one panel. Yeah, that's why I, I did this. I really like, enjoyed the anthropology of One Piece panel, especially since I've been working on my anthropology more, and I've been doing a lot more anthropology research. Uh-huh. But also, I've been trying to keep up with One Piece. I gotta be real. Um, I restarted One Piece because you didn't remember. I remember some stuff, but I feel like since I wasn't taking active notes as I was reading, and I was just trying to get through it. Uh, y'all, y'all don't understand, Sam. The way that she's reading. One Piece right now is so foreign to me. She takes notes on every chapter. She writes a little summary that's like a paragraph long for every chapter of One Piece. I, I'm watching her, and like she's doing it on her phone, and it's it's so. She's a scholar. <laughs> she's a scholar. So like I, now you know the work that goes behind the One Piece panels. You know how many chapters there are. I the thing is, I read slash watched the episodes, and that's it. I don't take notes on One Piece. I don't keep any of that. I feel like my ADHD because like, I got really far in One Piece. The thing I got to like the VV like uh, the Alabasta. Yeah, I think I got a little bit past that. But the thing is because <laughs> she said she got really far. No, <laughs> maybe we get Shame. to the- no, it's not. relative. It's relative. It's like a hundred chapters in or something. It's like it's one ten. Wow, you think that you spent time on this? Actually, no. And that's why I'm waiting until it ends. Asia, that might not be in for another five years and if it isn't <laughs> i'm still i'm still a thousand chapters behind you might as well exactly. at this point it's like 30 years in the making you might as well wait five more years what's what's five more years it imprinted on me in childhood so you know i'm always going to come back to it eventually but what i told myself when i was 12 and looked at the amount of episodes i'd have to watch still stands true i'll get you when you're done the thing is i remember when i was a kid and i found out about one piece i'm like oh there's 700 episodes Nah. And I'm like, oh, Sam, you should have started then. Because now we're at a thousand something. I, I, I distinctly remember a conversation with my brother where um, he was like, oh, there's 400 episodes of the show. <laughs> and then he did it. He's like, yeah, no. We're good. Yeah. And then when it reached a thousand, now he starts watching it. It's The thing is, I'm glad I didn't start watching it. Because as much as I love the emotional attachment that you get to openings and endings, um, not, I'm so sorry. We're talking about Metrocon right now. <laughs> so Sam's favorite is the anthropology panel. Yeah. Ten minutes later, Derek, what's your favorite? Um, God, that's the thing is, it might. I think it's a toss up. I really enjoyed the. No, I know what it is. Let's create a tabletop podcast. Ooh, oh, my is, God. I totally forgot. I was going to say Pokemon ethics. Poke ethics. The, but the tabletop podcast one, y'all rocked that the thing one. Is the I got to be real. That was like, I wish we had another hour and 30. Yeah. Because we were crunching on that. We were creating. We were the, manifesting. The is, you guys did so well with that that I was able to work it within, like, the actual world of Vala. And it's just going to be a free mod, uh, a free adventure for it. Hey. The thing is, it's it's y'all crushed it. Yeah, it's like, so I have good. to be real. As much as it was really fun creating the last ones, I think one we got into a groove, and two, 
the like thought processes that happened it's so fun watching something go from a seed no matter how like cliche or like i'm gonna use the word stupid very loosely Mm -hmm. but just like silly on purpose that's what i mean like just whatever let's just put this out there and then the more you keep like layering on and asking questions people come up with more and more like kind of interesting things to add to it Mm -hmm. like it started with something as simple as silver trees and then we got to like cosmic levels of indifference and parasiticness honestly it was really fun to be in that room with you guys i was so excited the reason why i haven't talked about it with you guys because sam we didn't we just told you the the panel was good and i haven't told you anything because you guys are going to be playing this adventure and i don't want like to betray anything and it was also fun because some of the ideas and some of the people like it's like oh we would do that. We would handle this so differently, even though we're all coming up with the same premise. Yeah. Like me and Derek kept talking about it afterwards and the way Derek would handle it was still so different than the way I would have handled it. Mm -hmm. And it was just really fun. World building. Ka-ching. But that Pokeethics panel was really fun. It was also The thing is, that's probably the best Pokeethics panel we've had. Uh, I forgot what it was. Like, someone immediately brought up the fact that Pokemon straight up will not listen to you if they don't respect you. And I was like, wow, that's the argument. That's done. Like, normally it takes us, like, no one brings this up until, like, 30 minutes in. And we've already talked circles around other things. Mm -hmm. Like, we've already talked in circles. You immediately being like, yeah, they have enough self-reflection to just choose not to listen to you if they have zero respect for you. And it was over. That's and then we really got to funny. talk about other things. That's yeah. really funny. The thing is, the funny thing is, we... we, we and it's it, fu- it, it fit the philosophy, like, so well. It's fun watching philosophy happen. And I, I knew this is what our, like, philosophy press, this is what Dr. Memory had in school, when it's, like, watching over us just explode into thought. Because the thing is, someone said something, and then it was connecting being a Pokemon master of being a Pokemon trainer and slavery, which the thing is, we've tried. The thing is, we try not to bring it up to the real world because things get muddy. It's not a one to one. It's not a one to one, especially when you look at how the world is crafted. But it was so exciting to watch everyone's minds be like, oh, 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 no. And then, like, started connecting different yeah. things. And whether or not they were like, yeah, this is kind of messed up, or actually, like, it can't really work like that because. They give you these nuggets that they have stuck to, despite Pokemon going on for the like amount of years that's gone on. They, I feel, and maybe I haven't dived deep enough into the lore, but I feel like they do a pretty decent enough job not contradicting themselves too much on core things. Yeah, um, it helps that it's the same game every time, <laughs> literally, but. You get it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm sorry. We could, like, clearly, you, like, if we keep saying you guys did a really good job because we're the same schmuckos every time. Yeah. It's y'all that make these things so exciting for us because we know the PowerPoints. We know what information we're going to come mm-hmm. in with. We know what points we're going to bring up. But the people who craft it into a, an experience for us is y'all. It's, it's why we can run these panels for years mostly because every room gives us a different version of this panel we're mm-hmm. j- we're the facilitators we bring in the information we help guide the conversation but it changes each time because of you guys mm-hmm. shout out shout, shout out. out oh that was cute also um speaking of pokemon the masquerade was fun I love going to the masquerade. I love one of my favorite things about MetroCon is um, I love the theater and they give me a lot of it. I was so upset when I missed the um, uh, I missed all of the other things. Yeah, we <laughs> the K-pop dance battle, the um, anime idol. I don't think it's called anime idol anymore. I think we've done away with the times when American Idol was relevant enough for this <laughs> uh, to make sense. But was um, it like a no, I can't think of what it was. It was like it a was, dance was, battle. Yeah, I, I thought it was like a K-pop. I, I don't know what it was called. Never mind. And then... Because it was like an idol fest? I don't know what it was called. There was idol fest, but that was different K- That was different idol groups going Dang. up against each other. Never Which mind. is also fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the anime Maybe human chess sticks. match. I hate that I missed that. Oh my god, I was so excited. <gasps> we missed it. And 
Um, the Masquerade was always fun. Mm-hmm. And the fire show. They did, uh, what do Final you call Fantasy. it? They did Final Fantasy. And guess what jerk and idiot forgot to <laughs> press record? <laughs> I, was, I was doing cinematic stuff, too. I was, like, zooming in. I was zooming out. I was changing angles. And at the end of it, it's, like, 1030. We've been there since the morning. No one's eaten. I'm like, yeah. You ended on a good job, Asia. And I go to turn it off, and the record button come, light comes on. I'm like, ah. <laughs> At two, Asia. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be real. I think... <sighs> I think some things have to change about our time at MetroCon. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, I think we just have to get a hotel next to the convention center. Yeah. Because the thing is, we are there all day, and mm-hmm. it is. I need to clone We need to get that Marriott high rise. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> we need to level up. You need to level up. But also, I need to clone myself Nardo style, where like when the clone poofs, you just get their information. Mm-hmm. So I can just send that one out to all the things while I do my job. Wouldn't life be easier? It would. We'd hack school. <laughs> Sorry, that was such a broken power. Anyways, continue. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. Um, We did go to Kaiju Big Battle. Yo! And I enjoyed, I enjoyed that the entire team was there. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's we usually... Always, we always, like, half of us miss it. Yeah. But the entire team got to go in the front row, and it was amazing. It was so fun. They crushed it, literally and metaphorically. I never get to go to uh, wrestling things. Derek turned me on to wrestling, and honestly, I love how um, I feel like 90% of wrestling is just being hype in the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And that's something I can do easily. I lost my voice. I had to strategically choose when to cheer because half the time it was coming out like a whisper. It was raspy. So mo- I think like all of our voices got really yeah, like, hoarse. Especially since we, we haven't been drinking all day. We don't we don't eat all day when we're at the convention. Yeah, yet- my heart went out. <laughs> Everyone crushed it. It was so exciting. It was so fun. The thrills, the chills, the spills. Also, they have a very great like they're uh what's it called? They're like narrative like like narrating Struck, uh the, the announcers. announcers yeah they do a great job they crush it because like, i feel like that's like a very like crucial part that gets people into the story i feel like the narrator is being hype so the announcers are being hype yeah it makes you more hype and also on top of that i feel like a lot of the audience aren't people who get to go to wrestling shows that yeah. often so and if you're not following the narratives mm-hmm. and the stories I'm, I'm going to be real. I'm the first one. I don't know the cues. I don't know who I'm supposed to be cheering for. I don't know who I'm supposed to be booing. So when they're like, so like, yeah, this is about to happen. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, yeah, this sucks. And I'm like, great. I didn't get on the bandwagon. I'm saying on the winning team. I didn't know who to root for, who not to root for. Yeah, some people are faces, some people are heels. You don't want to be cheering for the heel. It messes up everyone's flow. Sometimes you like the announcers are like, yeah, say this now. And I'm like, except much more exciting. And I'm like, thank you, yes. Yeah! Unicorn party, unicorn party, unicorn party, woo! Sometimes the rest of the audience would catch on. I'm like, get it together. We all need to, in one accord, in one accord. He's clapping for us. It was like doing a group project. <laughs> Everyone get it together. Yeah, we say okay. on beat. It, it was, it was a, it's a memorable experience. Mm-hmm. It always is. If you've never gone to it, go to it at least once. Um, and if lights and sound and big things aren't for you, maybe sit in the back. It's why, it's why I couldn't go to the rave this year. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of stimuli. Yeah, mm-hmm. after I, a long day, easily yeah. overstimulated, uh, long mm-hmm. days, not great for me. God, I wanted to go, but my body was like, Asia, chill. <laughs> uh, ten minutes, body, you're about to pass out. Like I couldn't even go to the fire show yeah. because it was just oh, like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I was gonna go to that fire show. <laughs> I love fire. I love performing. It's like color guard except with fire. It is. It's very beautiful. I also didn't go because I was exhausted from being at the booth all day. And then it. some jerk forgot to press record. I wonder who that was. <laughs> Still kicking myself. It was. It was so fun. They had like the 
Anyways, the thing is, Asia, you're fair because the thing is, we we, we were dying. The thing is, you're not recording it. That's that's God intervening. <laughs> intervening. It's either be there or be square. This time, we were the quadrilateral. Did you get that from something? Because that was funny. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Was that all you? That was me. Was that oh all you? Yo, that was a Sam original. That was good. Oh my that was God. good. This time we were the quadrilateral. That's a SAT word. I don't think it is. I think you learned that word in like fourth grade. But you know. You I don't know. pay attention in math. That's why I'm an English teacher. But. Metrocon oh. was super fun. Yeah. Also, Metrocon, please. I want to be at the. I want to be more at the panels. Pick the fashion panel. <laughs> more time. I just want to do my panels, Metro. Oh my god. Oh, I wonder if um c- because they no the Lloyd Lita do their own fashion panel. That's fair. But the speaking of mm-hmm. um one thing that was at Holiday Matsuri last year. This yeah that I kind of wish Metrocon had a little bit that they kind of dipped into with uh, royalty that one year we went is live musical performances. Mm -hmm. I love live musical performances. So there are actually a few at Metrocon. Did I miss them all? Were they all in the special? uh, They were either in the special room or during one of our panels. Dangarino. I know Caleb City. Sorry, Caleb. I've, Caleb I, I, Piles? Caleb. Who the <laughs> heck is Caleb City? Is it's the guy who said YouTube videos? <laughs> oh, my God. YouTube shorts? I, my brain gave me the first Caleb I knew. Huh? <laughs> it was alphabetical. <laughs> yeah, Asia, this has no bearing on anything. You love Caleb City. Let us know. <laughs> Caleb Hiles. I'm so sorry, Caleb. My bad. But I've seen Caleb Hiles a lot. That, that's for true. I do get to see him. Mm-hmm. I think this was one of the first years that we didn't catch a Caleb Hiles concert. Yeah. Yeah. Because instead of being in in the main room, they put it in the... uh, The uh, special event. Yeah. Which Which I feel like makes sense. But they also ran it against, like, uh, some of the bigger events. Yeah. Like, I think it was... I think while you were in um, the Masquerade, the first hour was their concert. Dang. The Masquerade does go for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the set... The way they do it. It's, like, three scenes and the dancing. It's very Mm. fun. Anyways... Everyone looked great. You 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 know Pikachu. He I know was there. it was great. The there was there were guests there who the the con players they had a concert. Yeah, uh, did I miss them? I I think you did. There was also like you know what I I don't know why I'm saying this like I wasn't working. Yeah, all. you the like thing, the thing is, our we had a schedule so packed that I couldn't even like I was like why am I looking at like why bother to look at the schedule? I'm not gonna get to be there. Mm-hmm. Just. For my own sense of missing out? No. Yeah. Just go to your job, Asia. Just do your work. Also, speaking of doing your work, shout out to everyone who is helping out at MetroCon. I, once again, I love that they had a panel, like, help desk. That was, I have, I gotta be real. There's nothing more stressful than having two minutes until you're supposed to go on stage frantically looking for someone with a badge to please desperately give you an HDMI cord. (laughs) I want to let you know that not like I have nightmares, but like me and Derek will be cool. And then there'll be like three minutes of pure beef where we're looking at each other. Like Asia, did you find the person with the HDMI cord? No, it's a needle in a haystack out there. How do like, and then Derek will be like, whatever Asia, just get the setup. I'll do it. Like, and he'll leave. And then three seconds later, he'll show up with some guy. And I'm like, I was out there looking for 10 minutes. (laughs) What happened? Do you, do you have a beacon? And this time, it was none of that. There was no tension. There was no Asia. Where's the HDMI cord? Why couldn't you find a person that it took me? It was like being back at my grandma's house. Like, Grandma, I'm sorry I'm late. I, I couldn't find the thing. This thing? And she pulls it out of thin air. There has that mom quality. They were over at the panel help desk. Very helpfully labeled. They checked in. They were yeah. pleasant. Mm-hmm. They gave me snacks. Honestly, it was it was good. It was good. It was Thank good. you. Shout out. Thank you so much for your time. All the volunteers. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Also, it's funny because you mentioned that. I was like, wow, I think like I see like that one. So there's this one guy that I see all the time that's always like going to all the uh, the uh, vendors and stuff. And it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, do you guys like need a break? Do, 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 do. do you need someone to watch your booth real quick while you like, you know. Oh, like the their security guard? Yeah. 
white hair and there's like another one that i think is just bald but they're really nice i really appreciate them and i'm like no no i have a team but like yeah Thank we're trying you. to wa- like watch out for who's like by themselves to like make sure to check in and like, that's so sweet wow my they heart care. yo after that one time at MetroCon, the security team has my heart mm-hmm. security team shout out mm-hmm. i i know i can trust you if i, I said trust fall i might be inches from the ground but someone would catch me uh Another, or at least they'd give me water after I bonk my head after doing something dumb. One of the one of the another, another thing about MetroCon, and this is probably my last thing about it that I really appreciated, was the fact that it is a convention that cares that families go there. If that makes sense. Yes. I the thing is, I feel like one of the dangers within the con community is that more often than not, I feel like a lot of conventions don't. Like, it's like, okay, so, yeah, we made the convention for adults, so we don't necessarily care that there's children here, Mm -hmm. and then there's stuff that's inappropriate. I feel, yeah, I feel you on that, where I feel like sometimes it becomes so, oh, this is for, we made it for this person, but you're still selling tickets to families. You're still selling tickets. They're trying to do both. To, like kids and by kids i mean anyone under 18 you're not making that a hard and fast rule so it's like you're still taking these people's money but you're still not really thinking about what's being put on display and the kind of responsibility you have to other people i feel Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of conversation about like where the weight of that responsibility falls. Exactly. But I all the one thing and I feel like it's a huge part of why Metrocon is my favorite convention is that year after year I see Metrocon taking that responsibility upon themselves where other conventions don't necessarily. And like it's said, like you said there's a convention for like every different other, things. Yeah. There're like different cultures at different conventions. Exactly. But the culture that MetroCon continues to foster and says they care about fostering and then continuously puts their money where their mouth is is one that is family-friendly, it's one that is open, and it's one of, like, a base level of respect. Yeah. The thing is, I feel like 100%... Sorry, I think it's not that all conventions don't do this, but I feel like with MetroCon... I feel 100% safe there. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I, like, so I don't wear, like, I don't wear revealing clothes like that frequently, but if I were to wear revealing clothes, I feel like I wouldn't have to worry about anyone coming up to me or bothering me or, like, saying anything inappropriate. Because I feel like the culture of the convention is that everyone is very courteous. They're overly courteous. They're overly, yeah, and I appreciate that. I feel like everyone tries to make sure that, like, yeah. I'm the only person in the world I'm trying to be, like, considerate about others, which I feel like isn't necessarily the case with other conventions. Like, I know that other conventions, like, they have, like, unfortunately, they have protesters outside who are protesting the convention. And I feel like some conventions don't do their due diligence to make sure that people are safe. There's a lot of people of color, there's a lot of people of color, trans people, LGBTQ people, children that go to the conventions that, that they go by themselves, who I feel like wouldn't be as comfortable, like, passing those people by. And I feel Metrocon makes sure that they protect them. I feel protected when I go to Metrocon. I feel safe when I go to Metrocon to have a good to have fun there. And I feel like when just regard at a base, your responsibility to the community that you are creating, Mm -hmm. and then on top of that. The fact is Metrocon is taking these people's money and conventions do take these people's money. You pay to be there. Mm -hmm. You pay to get to experience it. You pay to be a part of that community. And so I guess throughout the years, because we get to go to so many conventions, because we have to kind of weigh like, okay, we, it takes so the startup costs, the in like, the energy engagement levels, if you will, <laughs> to attend a convention for us causes us to more heavily scrutinize like where we want to be, where we want to spend our time, where we want to spend our money. And I feel like that goes for anyone who is like out there working their butts off just to live and want to spend their money for a convention. And 
there's never been a moment where I feel like MetroCon isn't worth it. Exactly. Well said. And I tattoo that on my back. (laughs) (laughs) And I put that in a Google review. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Um, I don't review. I like I review things because you're here listening to this podcast, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I don't Google review things. We don't Yelp it. We don't make it Yelp official. Mm -hmm. But for MetroCon, I would. (laughs) So. Mm-hmm. that's been great. I'm glad we all had a good time at MetroCon, but as is the summer is over. Next year. We have to move towards the future. And one thing that we at Entertainment Sue is are always concerned about is like the content that you guys receive. I feel like um, sorry, I feel like I'm about to sound like a dad for a bit. Um, <laughs> You guys get this content for free, but that doesn't give us an excuse to not put it out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where it's like, I feel like when I was younger with Entertainment too, I had an attitude of, well, you're getting this for free, so you're going to get it when you get it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you guys have rocked with us. You guys are fans of us. It's only fair that... And also you're very understanding when we don't put on... Co- you're, yeah. you're not, like, Thank messaging so Alyssa about the hate mail being like, um, excuse me, my stirring the pot? Which I appreciate. I appreciate it. Because there's a lot of um, stuff going on. Honestly, thank you for being graceful and understanding. <laughs> like, this past summer, um, Sam added a ton of addi- additions to her uh, fashion line, mm-hmm. Quantum. Yeah. Um, you added beanies. We added sunglasses. We added sunglasses. We added more shirts. More shirts. We have more prints. We had more prints. Tote bags. We're in that tote game. And so, like, you're 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 doing it. We're about to start doing shorts. Like, shorts. Let's see how that goes. Oh, I don't know why my brain went YouTube. Like, I'm like (laughs) animated shorts, YouTube shorts. No, Asia, fashion, physical shorts. (laughs) Thank God. I was like, we didn't talk about YouTube shorts. And this past summer, Mm -hmm. um, I just completed a writing marathon. Jesus Christ. And finished our first World of Valley expansion, Arcanum Unleashed. Yeah. Um, It's amazing. It's beautiful. It adds a bunch of stuff. That cover took me 60 plus hours. And it is gorgeous. Please look at it. And look at it forever. Six plus it, hours. We're not approvingly and go, hmm, nice. And if you feel so moved, hit that like button. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be talking a lot in our social media posts about the different things that we've created. Um, I even made our um, tales from Alexandria, um, which I it's a it's a short series of it's a short collection of short stories. Collection of short stories. Thank you. And I kind of want to do it for every country where you kind of get a vibe of like, Ooh, hey, the, the things that are happening yeah. within that country. Mm-hmm. I did Alexandria because that's the we're one that's the one that we're in. Exactly. Yeah. But um, we have a lot more stuff coming. And in order to reach that stuff, we've decided to um, institute a new thing within Entertainment Sue, And that's our semesters. Classes in session, baby! <laughs> exactly. We have our fall semester starting up, and that's going to run Literally. from... Literally. Yeah, exactly. That's going to run from August to December break. So um, you'll get content every week um, based off of that on our main page of our web, or our homepage on our website. You'll be able to see like the calendar at a glance for the entire month. Mm-hmm. Um Outside of that, we are taking appropriate breaks when they come. Because we've had a problem where we kind of run ourselves ragged. Whether that's in the whether that's in the world of Vala or stirring the pot or doing panels and creating those. Working on comics. Working on comics. Working on playing video games for our sponsors. We – it's a lot. So we have to – we need – these breaks but i feel like if we let you know when these breaks are coming um it's a lot easier for you to stay in tune with our content Mm -hmm. balance it's yes thank you it's it's our attempt to establish some sort of work-life balance which is really hard to do because we live the work 
Yeah, we live the work. Also, I just genuinely like all the things that we do. So, like, we would just talk about World of Valor in our free time. Uh, we're probably going to talk to World of Valor right after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a binder. And then I got another binder. And now I have another. There's just, there's a lot. There's I freely lot. just draw World of Valor fan art when I'm by myself. And, and then we have our spring semester mm-hmm. coming up, which runs from January to June. And then summer, don't expect a lot of things to release on summer. Like the thing is, you're still probably getting World of Valor because we 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 record we try to record World of Valor so far in advance that like it'll be released. It'll be able to be released. And also, um, it's the summer. I want to play the World of Valor. Yeah, it's fun. It's genuinely fun. I get to. I have a character. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, our fall semester, some of the big projects we're working on. Um, Sam is continually writing Ultraviolet. Yeah. So that's great. A lot more uh, merchandise for... Um, for Ultraviolet. For Ultraviolet and, and Quantum. Quantum. Um, Check this website, baby! World of Valor Art. World of Valor Art. World of Valor Wednesdays. Uh, for Wednesday. special episodes, those are going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Starfield's coming out, and Sam's Sam has to play it. I'm headlining it. She's a gamer now. She's a, a gamer I'm now. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Just I'm jumping in with the one-liners. I can stop. You're cool, yeah. Um, one of our investors uh, has uh, given Sam carte blanche to play a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. And so now that now Sam has to play games in her free time. And now new. she has to find her game Sona. <laughs> What's Sam's game Sona? If you have any games that you think Sam would like, you Ooh, know, that'd be fun. Suggest that would be fun. Wow. Sam's corner. The thing is, That's... the hilarious thing is Sam has something that I admire about her that I could never do. And that's the ability to just Oh, you want me to and engage that you want to play that you want me to watch that sure regardless of quality regardless <laughs> of if she likes it or not regardless of anything innate to her I will she will consume the product and even if she hates it she will consume the product to the end there are very few qualms i wish i could be like that so um take advantage that's fair put uh, a request in the comment section mm-hmm. within reason um next up is our citadel trading card game um we have a world of valor board game slash trading card game the thing is um man making board games is expensive but making trading card games is not that's why there are so many of them yeah so it's a trading card game (laughs) (laughs) and there we go sorry it's a trading card game now you're welcome um, that'll be releasing you this. You can play it anywhere. We'll be releasing that later uh, in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, we just gotta actually, we just gotta print it, and it's it's essentially done. But we'll have yeah. Before that wasn't it, but now it's a TGC TCG trading card game, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Sad because I was looking at the acronym. So I wrote I wrote a jumbly. You're cool. And then we also have the World of Out Bestiary. Hey, did you like? I'm uh, so excited. Did for you that. like the World I'm Book? Really excited and did you that. like the Arcanum Unleashed? Well, um, what about monsters to populate your adventures that you use? Woo! I have all of that. Are um, you? I'm so sorry. No, that's not an on-air question. My bad. Um, and then outside of that, we have World of Valor Soundtrack Volume Two. Um, that's gonna be coming out. Do you want more World of Valor tunes to listen to while you do other things? This is for you, baby. Mm-hmm. It's in our Spotify. It'll it's be on our, our Spotify. Spotify account. I love yeah. listening to it. The thing is, I unironically, no like sponsorship, just listen to the World of Valor soundtrack. It's so nice. It's funny. How would it be a sponsorship if it's our own thing? I know. I don't know. I, I'm not just trying to say, hey, I really like it. Listen to it. I'm being paid to say this. The thing is, we might have songs with vocals in it. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I don't know anyone that can new. sing. Yeah. That's. Oh. Do they write lyrics for it? Are they writing lyrics for it? Are we They're collabing? writing Thank lyrics for it. God. Yeah. We're not trusting Derek's lyrics. God, we're not. No. I went to the hat store <laughs> and I bought myself a Seven forty nine. What you gonna find? What you think is mine? You better give it back. You know how I act. Seven fifty two. How about you? You look like poo. What you gonna do? And that's MC Derek. I don't like it. <laughs> and that's the World of Alice soundtrack, <laughs> volume two. Right. And then, 
Um, we have a website update. Hey, uh, people who saw us at MetroCon, MetroCon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We lied to you. We lied <laughs> to you said so within hard. the next few weeks. Like, I, I said by the end of because I guess MetroCon was in July, like 15. Yeah. So I was like, we'll have it updated by the end of July. We didn't know what would happen. And that this. was even a lie. We Dude. didn't realize. I had to return to school early. There was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. We had, I think I've been trying to work on the embroidery. It's a whole thing. And so we, we got a lot of hats. Our website is our sh- our shop is gonna go to free shipping. Yeah. Woo, baby. So um, uh, one as an incentive to get you guys, because the thing is, I know I hate paying for shipping. I that always stops me from buying. I think it's legitimately though. I buy something for seven ninety nine, and then free shipping makes it fifteen dollars. I mean, yeah. shipping makes it fifteen dollars. Yeah. Or I could just not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So hopefully that incentivizes you. I feel if like if you like free things, enjoy this free shipping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's know. all happening. Um, we have a tentative date of the twentieth of August, mostly because our magazine, our next issue of our magazine, is supposed to drop the twentieth. On the twentieth for the summer issue. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so we're all super excited about that. Um, the final thing, which is going to lead us into our empty calories for this Friday. Hair of Valeno Mansion. Oh, hair of Valeno. I thought you said hair, and I was like, the musical? <laughs> we the draft? It is the first World of Valor story created by someone else. It's created by our very own John. Player of Rokander and Ruko. Rovka. Yeah, sorry. I, I was like, he doesn't play a character named Rovka. It's his, it's Ruko's last name. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I was having <laughs> sleepy texts. Um, so that is going to be premiering on the, the f- 26th. Yeah. The 20th, Saturday, that's August 26th. Um, it is a murder mystery. Um, Derek gets to play instead of DMing, so it's gonna be Derek, Asia, and Sam playing. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. this is gonna be exciting. Hopefully, it's gonna open up a new avenue for different World of Vala adventures written by different people. Mm-hmm. You know. You yeah. Know? Um, so it's exciting. We're also um, this is the first time I'm mentioning it on air. Um, we're looking for new World of Vala players, not to replace anyone, but to flesh out the world the flesh yeah. out the world more we have a lot of adventures that are coinciding that derek does as Derek doesn't want to just role play by himself in the background we can just have that be content yeah for everyone else to enjoy and also it's like we're at school we can't take care of everything it's not realistic it's I don't not want to become a shonen protagonist like that so to keep us down to earth in our heads regular size we need y'all baby please mm-hmm. Well, how should it, is is there like a thing going out like an audition or a yeah like I, and sub, I don't why am I saying like and subscribe you're like an, an email? influencer no, I, I was gonna do it. it I was gonna make a um an actually a Google uh, form a Google form for it Ooh. put it on a, a post a QR code a, a QR code on a post on Sweet. Instagram so and people that can, announcement will be coming yeah that announcement will be coming yay. So that's I'm really excited. That's all I have. B team, B team, B team. Um, I hope the thing is, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I want you guys to submit questions. Yeah, to ask. pretty please. Yeah, pretty please. If you have any, if you have anything you want to know, you want to talk about things. I know. Thank you guys who still submit questions for the world of Vala. I love you so much. Um, we'll we'll start answering those probably starting with the episode coming up rather than thank the past so ones. Um, Appreciate you. But we love you. This has been Derek. And Sam. It's me, your boy, Asia. I don't know why I did that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.